The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning. This episode contains foul language and discussions about drug use, depression, and murder. Listening to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange and unusual, creepy and crawly, supernatural and sassy, and sometimes a little Cajun. Each week we get to sit down and chat about something weird, and this week is no exception because it's the second week of October and we are going to one of the spookiest places in America. Previously on Keep It Weird, we've introduced you to the Rougarou, a hairy wolf-like beast that stalks the swamps, Jacques Saint-Germain, who never seemed to eat, just drank red wine from a cup, and even Madame Delphine Lalaurie, a woman so evil her home is supposedly still haunted hundreds of years later. Today we're heading back across the Mississippi River into the bayou for a deeper look at Louisiana. My name is Ashley, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hello, weirdos. (laughs) And today we are joined by a very special guest, an absolutely hilarious comedian, one of my all-time favorites to watch, and an actress whose recent credits include Dead to Me, The Purge, and you saw her tending bar in American Horror Story, Red Tide. It's Jen Coburn. (laughs) What's up, weirdos? (laughs) Hi, Jen. I fucking loved seeing your name in that American Horror Story font. I'm not going to lie. you and me both. Yeah, was do you like that show? Feeling? I do not like that show. Okay. I, I did not. I watched my name in the opening credits and I was like, right on. Right. And, Peace. And then I just was done. And then you're like, Peace out. I, my scenes weren't terribly bloody, so I was able to like fast forward to them somewhat. Right. Yeah. yeah. The bar was pretty tame. You looked great in that bar. Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> I, listen, I was, I was, one, one night we were filming and the, um, the director says, Cue the cue the waitress, and I go. I'm the manager <laughs> because that was my role title was manager, and I Get screamed. Right. At, I screamed it back at him, and I thought he was gonna fall out of his chair. He was laughing so hard. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like there had to be some levity with all. It was so so heavy. Right? So it's very very heavy, and um, but it was lovely to work with most of those people. Yeah, okay. for sure. Well, good. <laughs> I um the majority, the yeah. majority of the people. I. I think that's what I love about American Horror Story, though, is that it is very heavy, very dark, but so gay. So gay. So it it makes it it nice and light. That's what I kept thinking is like, can you believe that the same mind that created Glee Mm -hmm. created this? this. You know what I mean? It doesn't match up. And then I'm watching watching Impeachment at the same time, and I'm like, he also did this. Like, it's so... 
I, that man's brain is is to be admired and Seriously. revered. He yeah. is yeah. he is a brilliant creator. He so. can really do it all. Yes, gotta give it to him. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I know about you. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. So I'm a comedian and yes. an actor and a writer, and I'm from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Lake Charles. I live here in the beautiful Santa Monica now because I'm on TV. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's been uh, a minute for me. I haven't been back to Louisiana a lot because of all the. I don't know if y'all heard about this plague. Uh, um, yeah, it's not. They don't really believe it. it's happening in Louisiana. Sure. It's a hoax there, right. but it's a very uh, powerful hoax that's killing people. <laughs> yeah, so, <it's> very, <laughs> much like voodoo. Yeah, yes, so, <laughs> extremely powerful. You know, people down there are so much more ready to believe that someone died from like a spirit right. overtaken them uh-huh. than like than a, virus. a virus that they just didn't wear a mask for. So. Right. Classic uh, South and Midwest. I mean, I'm from Southern Illinois, so it's Which a little might different. might as well be the South. Might as well Seriously. be. It yeah. might as well be, <laughs> it the, is. be the South. Southern Illinois there's absolutely a, feels like There's the a South. Cracker Barrel very near your hometown. Hell yeah, there is. That I stop at all the time, because I would drive from Louisiana up to Chicago. I went to college in Chicago. So I'd make that drive a million times. And there's a Cracker Barrel down there. And while I was in the Cracker Barrel, the girl says to me, I ordered uh, a cheeseburger. And she says, y'all maters on that. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? You don't maters on that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, I'm not so understanding the word. Is that a regional Maters, like maters, like lettuce and maters. I go, are you saying tomatoes? Because a mater was maters. a, and then, and then when she asked me if I wanted a potato, she said taters. So oh I just my. call that the land of maters and taters. Maters and taters. Maters and taters. We don't have time to say the full word. We got I places understand. to be. We got people to see. That Life, is short. Life is short. Life is short. Life is Get short. Get to the and, point. And language is tricky. So, <laughs> Later. I just Later was, I, you know, we have, because I always say Louisiana and people are always like, that's how I can tell you're from there because you say Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, whatever. The, the I get it. The extra yeah. syllables are, are unnecessary, but. Do you know what our thing is that's weird? What? We don't say to be. So we'll say my hair needs washed or my, my hair needs brushed. Or my, my car need needs washed. washed. My clothes yeah. need washed. Yeah. And we didn't even, her and I, she's from Illinois too. We didn't know each other there. Just but, from like smack dab in the middle. But yeah, yeah. And we didn't notice this. And then Joe was like, Joe's like the the grammar police. Of course and he is. And he's like, when, when the cat would come up and I'd be like, Gabby wants held. And he's like, that's not a sentence. And I'm like, <laughs> it is not how people where speak. I come from. You know what's so <laughs> funny is uh, my ex, uh, who still lives down there in the middle of a swamp, oh like a crawfish pond, literally. Every time she'd see somebody or something funny or what, she'd go, look her. Look, look her. her. She never said look at whatever. She'd be no. like, look this one. Look like, it. you know what I mean? Just no so, time to say so at. So I get it. Sometimes you leave out words. You know. That's part of it. It Which can get so you into trouble. Which is so funny because it's it's such a slow life compared right. to, say, Los Angeles, New York City, Chicago. You should have all got... the time. You know what it is? We're hot. We're sure. hot. So hot. You're so sweating hot. and humidity. So, everything feels so heavy, like... Just one extra syllable is like <laughs> too much. It no, would break my back. I can't. Don't make me say it. Don't make me so, say it. We, we're just looking for the quickest way to communicate to yeah. you what what we're doing. What we need. Yeah. 
Do you say Nolans? I can't even say it. That was a terrible Nolans. New Orleans. New Orleans. So you even put yeah. another syllable than I've heard. I feel like some people just are straight Nolans. Nolans. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. New Orleans. But and I say Louisville. Louisville yes. for, for mm-hmm. Louisville. Louisville. And uh, you know, there's a there's a couple of spots in Alabama that you got to know a little bit of Native American language to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a lot of there's so many influences in the South, right? Right. Like, right. Like what happened was white people invaded the Northeast, right? Yeah. And, and trickled everybody else. Yeah. The brown people were like, "It is cold here. Let's go find some more weather, like we're used to." <laughs> to the south. And they all went south. So the South, while being incredibly segregated, like so yeah. much of the country, right. is also inc- it, there is diversity there. Yeah. There's just not a lot of integration of diversity there. Sure. Yeah. So there's there's plenty, plenty, plenty of good people from everywhere. I mean, you go to New Orleans. There's a huge Filipino community there. Yeah. Wow. You know, you're like, what? When did this <laughs> Where'd you guys come from? What? <laughs> you know, like you go to Houston, there's a huge Vietnamese population there. I ha- I used to go to this place in Houston and get one of those big uh, banh mi sandwiches, those yeah. Vietnamese banh mi. Oh, that's so good. It was huge. It was bigger than anything, any foot long at the subway. It was ginormous on like a loaf of French bread. It was three dollars. <laughs> it was yes. three dollars. <laughs> so we like I mean, to this see. wasn't like in the nineties. This was like a year ago when yeah. I was there. Like, yeah, they're just these huge pockets of you know diversity in the South. That what happens is because. Uh, they don't feel accepted by the white people that are there. They they kind of stick to themselves. And so they have these little communities where they're all, they're speaking their language, they're cooking yeah. their food, they're doing their whatever. And they've got little sections of, of town, you yeah. know, and it, it's, while it's, I don't think it's ideal, it certainly is delicious. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It really does help well. with the food scene. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well when you're there. And it really and helps to know culture. exactly where to go to get that food. Yes. It does You wouldn't think that. Every time no. I would go to Texas, I'd be like, give me some barbecue. Let's find mm-hmm. some Tex-Mex. Right. And then somebody's like, you want to go hit the Vietnamese sandwich place? And I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? And then they tell me you can get a whole sandwich. for, th- And it was, and it's like the best sandwich you've ever had. Um, Bon Mi is so good. So good. Good. My really good uh, my college town, Carbondale, Illinois, has the best Thai food place I've ever had in my life. You did in Southern that. Illinois, Thai food. There's like, a, where'd there's they a come university from? there. Like, yes, in Carbondale. There is that a I university. Play. <laughs> um, yeah, that's where I went to college. Oh, look at you! I wouldn't have thought you did that. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am, you. what do you have a degree in? Communications. It's pointless. Look, you're using it. Uh, you're true. You're literally using it. That's true. You are on. communicating. You did the sound engineering for this whole flipping no, thing. No, you're right. You're but I did sort of. You've typed up pages. I did Things type are up happening. pages. Yeah. You know what? I am using my degree. Thanks, SIUC. It is Don't ask me for money. Whenever Ashley's like, man, I can't believe I like fully taught myself how to podcast and edit and do all this. I'm like, that is literally like what you did in school. It does make sense. <laughs> So you kind of already answered this question I had for you because I saw on October 20th you're headlining the Hollywood Improv with a show called Horror Nerd. So are you not a huge horror movie fan? Not only am I not a horror – they've only asked me to headline this show because I was on American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. And the girl was like, I'm such – like, please, please, please. I was like – 
Okay, but listen, I'm not. But listen, I don't I, have. What anything. I'm going to talk about is what a pussy I am. <laughs> I don't like. Here's the thing. I can scare the shit out of myself. I don't need your help. I don't need you to put those images in my head because I see them a I'm lot. I'm scared so already. I, I saw a preview for this La Brea show. Oh I, hello, I don't need to see this nope. shit. But, but the Nobody earth just does. opens up on La Brea and they end up like falling through the earth and then they're in like another reality. They don't really die. But I have dreams where I am falling. We're driving and all of a sudden we're, we're off the mountain and I'm like, well, we're about to crash. We're clearly, this is, and it's the moments like right before that happens. And so that kind of stuff scares me. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I don't want to reiterate that in my head. I don't want to keep that image alive for myself. I probably shouldn't have even just said it out loud. But I mean. <laughs> I'm going to manifest that, it. Exactly, yeah. That is the kind of thing that I'm like, okay, I need to, I have to go watch like 10 episodes of Ted Lasso. And ten more of like Shit's Creek just cleanse to like just get to myself your brain into like a happy place. I did a lot of microdosing over, <laughs> over the pandemic. It wasn't something I knew existed. And then somebody was like, you know, you can take small amounts of hallucinogenic mushrooms every single day and no man. I was like, What? Excuse me. Well, you know what? I'm not doing anything for like 15 months or so. So let's just get this guy. I didn't do it for very long. I really only did it for about uh two months. And I didn't do it every day. Did you notice uh a uh, positive really, change. It really reset my happy button. Uh, I had gotten to a place. I had just gotten so to curious. a place where between and I don't know if you guys remember I did it summer before this past one. So the summer of twenty twenty, where I'm sure you remember, it felt like the world was on fire. Oh, it sure did. We were having the hot literally the physically hottest days ever. Yeah. It was constant protesting in the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, on every street. It wasn't even like, oh, they're protesting downtown. No, bitch. They're in your yard. Yeah. They're right here. They're everywhere. They were right here. Every day. It's all of this. And I was one of those people that turned on the news right when they woke up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, and you start God only living, knows what happened last night. You're living last the fucking night. horror story. Exactly. Yeah. What, did this, what did this maniac do while I was sleeping? <laughs> well, seriously. It what felt like say? a nightmare it every did. single day. It felt day. like I was, was living so a horror story for so long. And that summer, and you couldn't get away from it. And we were all cooped up. And, and I was scared that I was going to get this. I, I'm like, did I go through all of this to die of a fucking cold? Like, what is happening? You start just really taking it all in. And I was just really getting into a place and into a headspace of nothing made me happy. Nothing gave me joy. I, like you could have told me you, you just won the lottery and I'd be like, okay. All right. Like fine. I just had no, nothing. We, I think we were all there. We Absolutely. talked about that on the show before where it was like the, literally the Pentagon were like, Aliens exist, and we're like, fine, I don't, whatever. Yeah, I can't. murder hornets, great. Sure, I couldn't Bring take them. any like, more information. I, yeah. my, I couldn't handle any more stress, and I just shut down. I was the yeah. same way. and it was so. I'm not that person. Like I, anytime anybody in the past has said to me, like, oh, I'm depressed, I'm blah, I'm like, snap the fuck out, girl. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I've never really had patience or understanding for what it is to truly chemically feel like you're never going to be happy again. Yeah. And that hit me. And I was like, oh, A, I've been an asshole to people who really are struggling <laughs> with something. And then B, like how, what how can do people I do? The, live the thing, like this? How, what right. is the thi- yeah. What is the thing that I, what can I do to get out of this? Mm-hmm. A friend of mine was like, well, I got this guy and he's helping me hook up and we're microdosing and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
You know what? I loved mushrooms when I was in college. You know what? Drugs they are were, pretty I lived tight. In, I lived in the South. They were real available because there rained a lot and there was cows everywhere. So I was like into them, but but I did. I haven't done them in a really long time. Yeah, and um, and it was a little. It was a. It was a microdose. It was a very small amount that that you didn't even know until I was like, oh wait. I feel my, lighter. Feel a I don't have pain in my bones. I don't yeah. feel heavy. I, I, oh, that's funny. You know what I mean? You just, right. It just starts slowly kind of waking you up. And, but then also, you know, there were nights where maybe I took more than I should have and me maybe and the dog I, would I have just long dove. conversations. <laughs> long I left the micro out Do and you I just know, I learned this dog, she wanted her food bowl lifted up just a little higher. She didn't like bending all the way down, but until she told me, I didn't know. So <laughs> you had to hear her voice. I put her, I put her bowl up on a phone book and now she's so much happier with me. But I mean, it really was that. It was, it really did just kind of reset me. And, and the last time I did it was I don't know if you remember the day that it was the hottest day it's ever been on planet Earth here in Los Angeles. And it was in like October. Yeah. And I had, instead of getting my microdose, I had gotten a chocolate bar with the, with the mushrooms in it. And uh, my friend was like, just take half. You just need half. You're going to yeah. be fine. Just half. So I would take the half. But it was so hot. I yeah. thought, well, this is just going to melt in my pocket. I better yeah. just eat Let it. Me I just better go eat, ahead it. And eat it. Let me so just I have go ahead and eat the whole thing. Oh, and boy. then we go to the beach. We walked to the beach and. <laughs> My girl said, you for three hours rocked back and forth on the beach telling yourself you were going to be okay. Oh, my. And we had just finished. We rewatched all of Game of Thrones during the pandemic. Uh-huh. So we're, we had just finished the whole thing, like all of Game of Thrones the night before. I take all these mushrooms. We go to the beach. I'm rocking back and forth like, you're okay. You're okay. You're going to be okay. Like talking to myself. But in my head, it was Dracarys. Do you understand? <laughs> yes. like, all I could see was fire. It was this bitch on a dragon setting everything on fire. And, and you there were, were like, fire trucks down by the water because there were so many people. And it was so hot. So everything just kept reiterating that. You know, you have to walk down to that water. It's like an incline. It's not like, boom, you're there. Yeah. It's, it's work. It's exercise. Yeah. And girl, I'm coming back. And I'm just, I'm still all fucked up on it. And we're, we're trying to walk back up to my house oh and, and, and I'm on the incline and I'm just like, ah, ah, I'm crying. I am crying because I feel the pain of everything that's happening around me. Like, yeah. maybe I'm telling my girlfriend, like, you don't understand. These people are in She's like, Okay, and she's like, on. this is exactly yeah. why I she's said like, take half. She's like, hey, look, there's a fruit stand right there. Look, there's a fruit stand. Let's go get you some look, fruit. Look, hey, there's a fruit stand in Westeros. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she sits right. me down on a little, like, you know, stone ledge that's there by the park, by the water. She sets me there. She goes and gets me some fruit. She comes back with this big cup of fruit with all this tahine and big bottle of water. And I'm just like, oh, I'm eating all the fruit and the juice is just dripping down and my whole face. don't even care. I don't care. I'm pouring, I'm chugging the water like a maniac. And then she's like, and, and she just let me like absorb all the, the hydration, I guess, for a few yeah. minutes. And then she goes, okay, can we walk back home now? And I was like, okay. And she's like, hold your water, hold your fruit. You need that friend. And we just walked home like in quiet silence the whole way. It's probably another 20 minutes to the house. We just walked home in silence. We came up here. I took a shower. I put on pajamas and I slept for two days. 
And See, it was that's the last time, and I will never do it again. Lesson number one for this episode, always have a drug guide. I was going to, that's, your friend was the hero that entire time. I was yeah. just going to say, you I have to have a guide. You have always to have, have a, a spirit friend guide. that's watching I you. I am yeah. a huge belief. If you asked me what is the one piece of advice you would give people, it is buddy system. Buddy yeah. system. Have a freaking but buddy it's with even, you anytime you're going to do something like that. If, yeah, any, for anything. If, if, if I ever just, had kids, that's what I would tell them. Like, hey, yeah. you want to experiment with drugs? Like, do it in a safe, safe place and do it with at least one person who's not participating right. who can help you talk you through it when situations get hairy because they're gonna 100 yeah. percent for someone maybe yeah. it's not you maybe it's ted right. but they're gonna get weird and you need someone there to be like it's yes. all right yeah it's okay yeah. and we're, we're in america don't run up to the cop and tell him you're on acid don't do <laughs> yeah. that don't, don't do, do that. that please we're just don't gonna we're just authority. gonna drink some some juice you're gonna be fine <laughs> it might drip down fine. your face but it's okay <laughs> so always have a buddy and always, always have a buddy always have some juice juice is very comforting to me you did yes. offer me at least three different juices when oh i walked gosh, in so, so i do think I have, that i'm a juice person and if, and if pink it's not lemonade juice, sounds good i also have Pink lemon, like little packets and drops, and like I don't want to drink plain water. You're not I want water something not in around. it. So, it's so, great. so I'm constantly doing that. But yeah, I felt like all of 2020 was such a horrific nightmare for me that like the thought of watching something scary on TV does not uh, appeal oh, does to not you appeal in to the me slightest. in the slightest. That's kind of so happy. horror has always been my comfort food because mm-hmm. that's what I watched when I was a kid. So horror to me is like watching you know Wizard of Oz for some people. Mm-hmm. Mine with that was like drama, where it's like, do you want to watch Schindler's yes. List? And I was like, I'd rather die because yes. I can't. Yeah. Do you want to watch this really sad show that just got edited? No. Yep. Nope. I was yeah. with you. I Any drama that came out in the last two years. more movies during nothing. quarantine than like ever in my life. I like, I, it's the same way. Yeah. I was like, yeah. it brought me so much peace. And in a way it was like, hey, they have it much worse. She's getting chased True. with a chainsaw. My life's all right. <laughs> so <laughs> I, put things in I still have my legs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, still also, my I also don't like, like suspensefully scary stuff. Like even something like Silence of the Lambs or Jagged Edge or, or these movies that are meant to be like suspenseful but yeah, there's mysterious. it's still anytime there's like a oh kind of moment i don't i don't want it no yeah. no thank you not there no, for the jump thank scare you. i'm a fat person i don't need a shock to the ticker <laughs> like that yeah, yeah. I, just I need everything to be to my heart. very level yeah, yeah very can we just level. keep this i was i was just uh, watching um the starling oh, it's with, i can't bring myself to it's so sad i didn't know it was gonna be sad nobody told me it was gonna be sad <laughs> it had a beautiful little bird in the beginning i'm like oh it's gonna be sweet and it's all sweet for like 10 minutes and then it's like dun 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 and i'm like uh, oh, uh, no. uh come Turn on it off and then you, had to you see know it through Literally, I had a friend over, my little neighbor friend. She was over, and we had ordered some food during the movie, and the mo- and it got there right at the end where it's you're figuring it all out, right? And she's like, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get the food," and I'm like, "Good, because I'm about to ugly cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to sob. I don't so need you to save me. I don't you to exit you in my house while this is happening. When you're trying oh, to hold it in, your body God, starts convulsing." Just- it was so, and, and but <sighs> but that to me feels better. Because so you might want a cathartic cry. Well, good. Now that we yeah. know that you don't like scary stuff, Lauren, why don't you tell us about some haunted places? <laughs> why don't in... I just scare the pants <laughs> off yet? <laughs> in Louisiana. Well, because that's a, it's a that's what's so scary about Louisiana. There's is haunts that everywhere. There's so much of this occult. 
Oh, yeah. And it's not, mm-hmm. a, you know, like here it's kind of addressed. It's like, oh, there's an occult bookshop and yeah. right. it, there's a this and a that. It's like compartmentalized mm-hmm. and like made a thing. In Louisiana, it's just these stories that you thought for a long time were true because someone told you it, they know the person it happened to. Right. Yeah. Right. Even though, no, they don't. Right. No, they don't. Can't they can't? It's just it's it could all be just myths, but there there's some fun all stories. Right, let's hear it. Come, I know. Come. I'm bringing it to you. The good news is I did some haunts, but I also did just some weird places. So it's oh, not good. all scary. You're okay. getting off the hook, and I tried to avoid Nolans. Only because we've talked about it a lot on the show and everyone it's knows about done. it. It's they done. they it's know done. the place. There's so many famous. So New there. Orleans, if you look at Louisiana as like a boot, which right? I New can, Orleans, that's the only way I can see it. New Orleans <laughs> is in the toe, right? And like Charles, where I'm from, is in the heel. Okay, right next to Texas. Okay, so it's gotcha. it's it's also got all that like Texas kind of ghost story in it like sure yeah. like they're like, like different. that old west kind of different ghosts yeah cowboys shit whistling around yeah, yeah. so yeah. that is interesting different ghosts all over louisiana different ghosts for different folks so we're starting in alexandria louisiana have you heard of it oh heard honey of it? i lost my virginity in alexandria <laughs> oh no yeah. way sure yeah. did. what a perfect home attached to the mall that had a carousel inside of it <laughs> So it was the classiest of days. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, Alexandria, where uh-huh. you lose your virginity in Louisiana. I'll never forget that. <laughs> that Alexandria. Big old I, that's what I'm going to think God, of. God, was he a redneck? This guy. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. So it looks like it's basically smack dab in the middle of the state. Okay. And it is home to one of the most haunted places in the state called the Bentley Hotel. And that word of the hotel was it? <laughs> that would be so funny. I would shit myself. I would, I'd like, have to that's leave. That's the if you one said that was where I it was. Not, it was not that hotel. Okay, I don't think good. this one's attached to a carousel. <laughs> um, so we love talking about haunted hotels on this show. So I, of course, had to do a hotel because they're that's just so funny. fun. But the Hotel Bentley is supposedly just full of spooks. It was constructed back in 1907 by a man named Joseph Bentley. He was this wealthy, eccentric. Weird guy. Everyone just thought he was a little bizarre. He got denied service at another hotel, and because he was so rich, he's like, "Well, I'll just open my own then." Oh, so cool! I did it. Yeah. So that was this. Don't guy. you this wish wealthy. that happened on something? I'm sure it happens all the time, which is They're insane like, to they me. Like, people turned are just away, rich. And, and the husband walks in and buys the whole hotel because they had turned away his his wife because she'd gotten there for him. That's oh, right. It's, it's the beginning of a TV show. Okay, keep going, keep going. This I was going to say, so is this, um, that's just how wealthy this what's guy that, is. What's that uh, movie with the prostitute and Richard Gere? Pretty oh, Woman. Pretty Woman. Cool. <laughs> how could you forget that name? <sighs> I don't know. I'm lost. <laughs> you know, the prostitute. The sex worker. The sex Go worker, on. yes. The Bentley opened to the public in 1908, and in 1933, Joseph Bentley decided to expand even more so he could just live there and be there all the time, because cool. he just wanted to reside there and kind of show and everyone, like, I'm rich, I'm here, hello. And now he's dead and he haunts the place? <sighs> you guessed it. But not just him. <laughs> but also, Why would he leave? <laughs> yeah. I So he's staying at the hotel. He dies in the hotel in his suite. But also, this hotel just had a lot of people come through it. And the reason we always talk about haunted hotels on this show is because they're almost always hotels where, like, so much life has happened there. And you think, like, what was happening in those rooms that we don't know about back in the day? Because during World War II, the U.S. troops were trained in the area. And the commanders of these troops, Dwight Eisenhower and George S. Patton, were staying at the hotel. Also, John Wayne, Henry Kissinger were known to stay at the hotel. 
A lot of people Damn. came Do through there. Do you think that if John Wayne and Henry Kissinger were haunting a were place, haunting a place, it's going to be in Alexandria, <laughs> Louisiana? It's like, not. Oh, man. You know how many hotels those two stay in? That's the most ridiculous thing. That's somebody trying to sell you a ticket. John Wayne is like, did you hear that comedian Jen Cobra lost her virginity in Alexandria? <laughs> Did you we need hear? to, guys, that's where we need to be. <laughs> Clearly anyone can get fucked in Alexandria. <laughs> even a ghost. Lord. No, I don't even think these guys are known to stay there. It was more just a note to throw in, like, that this was a place to be. And a yeah, lot of parties took place here. It was happening. And some things, like, could have happened under the radar that we didn't know about during these parties. There might have been also the some mob of one activity. Of the big, well, there was a lot of clan activity in well, old Alexandria. It could have been some of You know that. what I'm saying? Could have, that, that's what always makes me think there's ghosts. Yeah. Because oh, they absolutely. killed so many people that were, like... Not deserving to be yeah. Yeah. Using that killed. bad energy, yeah. like we're and talking yeah. about. It. Yeah. So, yeah, that All absolutely right. could have been that happening. I buy for a dollar. So the hotel did well for years, but in the 1960s, it closed for business um, until a decade later, it reopened under new ownership and then closed again in the 80s, only to reopen again in the 90s and then sold again in 2004. And then 2012, it opened again and is the luxury hotel that we know today that also has private residential suites. So it has been renovated through Oh, so through. people live there still today? People can still live there and if still you- stay there. And work said there to and the people things. that live in Louisiana, yeah, is there a luxury hotel in Alexandria? <laughs> I guarantee, goddamn, to you, everybody'd say no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no there's not. Knows. Not that I know no. of. <laughs> no, I think they just built it. You talking about that Hilton Garden Inn? <laughs> you talking about like it's, it's not? It's a tad lux. <laughs> I feel like that's. I feel like that's. Uh, no, well, the that word luxury is means nothing because they say right. that. For apartment complexes here in LA, and you walk in, you're like, "What is luxury about this?" Like, yeah. luxury. What too do you, bad. How do you too, describe you know, luxury? Up in a third world country, it's luxury. Sure, yeah. Yes. You know, if you're it's coming about from Ghana, I bet you're gonna think it's real. Yeah, nice. you're gonna sure. be like, "What is this paradise?" One hundred percent. If you're coming from Kafui, Louisiana, <laughs> that's a that's a real town. It's you, all in the uh, eye of the beholder. You're there. You're fine. <laughs> so it went through a lot of renovations and all these changes. But again, we've discussed this on the show before. Sometimes that Kicks if up there's, some activity. It kicks things up while yeah. the renovations are being made. So it could have been making Joseph Bentley a little mad or any you of the other the people go- there. The ghosts are like in the ceiling tiles that are and then falling. And they get knocked down. Then- I feel like they just <laughs> come in, in and they're like, this is a bad choice. Like, <laughs> you it. are tacky. Why would you use taffeta on these curtains? <laughs> 100%. So it's believed that Joseph Bentley has been there since his death in his suite in 1938, and his presence has been supposedly seen on the third and fifth floor, and okay. that is also where most of the voices and the footsteps are heard. Voices, this has been huh? reported by guests and staff. Some guests have even claimed to see the hotel owner owner in the flesh, because some people just say they hear things or you know feel a cold breeze. They see what looks like the owner in the flesh walking up and down those halls. But the restaurant wait staff says they've seen sightings of someone looking exactly like him in the lounge area as well in you know the big restaurant downstairs and also in the mirror bar lounge well, girl, which is a part gotta of it eat. yeah he's got to eat he wants a drink he wants to a he wants a down. spirit <laughs> <laughs> jen ladies and that's all, all the time we have this week for and good night <laughs> tip your waitress we did it. and try the veal we did it <laughs> 
So he's been spotted in the restaurant, the third and the fifth floor, but mostly people just complain of a really eerie and dark feeling in the bar area. They don't always see him. Only That's a few people have said Alexandria. that. That's called Alexandria. It's just Louisiana that when makes you, you feel walk, that way. When you drive into Alexandria, it's like you're going from color into black and white. It's like... 1952 everywhere. This is why we gotta that have a true. local on these so we can be like this luxury hotel and She's she like, can be like, You're it's kidding. garbage. I did. We needed you to tell us because I can't. I've seen pictures of this place, but they make the pictures look of extra nice. They so they I use a wide I angle your lens. Insight. Smoke and mirrors. Some of the other ghosts supposedly haunting the place are a spirit of a young woman who fell to her death in an elevator shaft. There's always a young always woman who fell to who her fell death. To her death. Women be tripping. They be tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches be falling. <laughs> or are they pushed by asshole men? We don't know. We oh shit! Yeah, that's true. Those. Men do kill a lot of women. Let's they not. Do. Lest, lest we forget. So she might be wandering around the halls of the Bentley Hotel. Ghosts have also heard a woman's voice either speaking or in rare cases singing. Mm -hmm. And figures are also seen peeking from the mezzanine railings above the center of the grand staircase. It could be sneaky kids. It could be sneaky ghost kids. We're just going to have to go do an investigation. I wouldn't put it past any hotel in Louisiana to have a staff of people like... You go go outside of room 215 and start singing. <laughs> start singing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hey, we're going to have an argument in this closet, and it's going to sound to, like, these four rooms around like this they're closet. Playing into actually, the room. Yeah, like, they're it's kind of... It's actually brilliant. It's so smart. Because you know that, maybe not half, but you know that a good portion of people of there, people there the are going experience. because this website or several websites said this is the most haunted place in Alexandria. We don't know. Mostly, I wanted to bring this up because we love talking about hotels and also to say, Ashley, I want to go investigate Hell it immediately because yeah. I want to see what we can find. Even, even if, if it is even the if staff. Even if it's like <laughs> taking masks off like Scooby-Doo style. Right. Like, where it's we- like, it was the hotelier <laughs> the whole not. time. It was the maid. Share? <laughs> <laughs> Betty White what are you doing here Um, no I think it would be really fun to go but who knows there's a lot of things happening there I feel like that should be uh, one day of a bigger trip you don't want to go spend too much time in Alexandria from what I've heard today in the last 20 minutes about Alexandria We'll pass through. <laughs> we'll just pass on our way. We'll we'll to go through else. Alexandria yeah. <laughs> to somewhere, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, we won't stay for long. Okay, I'm gonna go away from hauntings and just go to something that I thought was bizarre. So there's this place called. I just scrolled away. Oh, it's called Lake Paynor. Paynor. Wait, spell it. P e i g n e u r. Well, it's a French word. Paynor. Paynor. It's a lake that is but 200 feet deep, the deepest in Louisiana, and it's in the southern part of the state, but the lake actually used to only be about 10 feet deep. And it's That's crazy. That's not a lake at all. How this, yeah. It was That's just a puddle. This, like, yeah, it was basically a puddle. It was wide, but it wasn't deep. Okay. And so everyone okay. just knew it was like this little lake. But then on the morning of November 21st, 1980, a Texaco oil rig team was on the lake oh, and they were on their rig and the drill suddenly seized up just below the surface. And they're like, well, this is crazy. This is only a 10 foot lake. What, like, what is this stuck in? So the 12 men were baffled, and when they couldn't free the drill, things started to pop and shake. The platform is starting to tilt into the water, so they, they're alarmed. They're jumping out into the water. They're swimming to the shore. They're just panicking. They're like, this doesn't feel right. 
Then they get to the shore, they look back, and basically all of the lake water just starts like funneling in where their what? drilling rig was and like going into itself and causing this huge whirlpool. So they had struck a salt mine that was below the lake. And so their like $5 million rig vanishes into the lake. Um, Good. It hit the diamond God. crystal salt line. The tunnels were under this lake. And so now water is rushing into the salt mine that people are actively working in. Luckily, all 50 workers were able to rush out and like get into the elevator in time. And no one died. Like everyone got away, including, you know, That's the miracle. Texaco people and also the miners. But like houses got sucked into it. It started sucking in what things year that were this? nearby the lake. 81. This was in the 80s? What part of Louisiana is this? It's in the south. I looked it up on a map at one point, but I think I exited out of it. It's in the south. It looks like it's maybe like somewhat nearby New Orleans, but not quite. What? That is terrifying. Yeah, I was like, you can look it up while we're we're discussing this. So it was sucking up houses. Yeah, lake water just starts rushing into it, but then it starts like taking other things with it um it's the swirling vortex like trees a barge got sucked into it a tugboat a dock oh, a parking yeah. lot like some of the island a got sucked in lot. like it was just taking everything with it um it used to drain into vermilion bay via the de cambre canal del, del, del cambre del cambre del cambre canal but once- they call it delcom 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 canal but once the lake had emptied into the mine, the canal changed direction, and then salt water from the Gulf of Mexico started emptying then into this lake. So now, what was just this freshwater 10-foot lake is now a 200-foot deep saltwater lake. Wow. So it changed the ecosystem around it, swallowed up all this stuff. Now there's saltwater creatures that can live in there. And it went on for days. It caused this huge, temporary 164-foot waterfall, the tallest ever seen in the state. 400-foot geysers were bursting out of it with compressed air. So it's about 200 miles directly south of Alexandria. Okay. In Louisiana. All right. Well, that'll be our next stop. (laughs) So that'll be where we head next to see. Below Lafayette. Vermilion Bay is that little bay right there. And then Yeah, that's what it was emptying into. So then it started... so Went then once it, yeah, I was yeah, going to say once directions. enough of it went You're out. Because like, yes. that's how powerful back the up. whirlpool was. Wow. And then the mine shaft was like all the compressed air coming out of that was then shooting these geysers into the air. So there was a huge waterfall, huge geysers, and it all lasted for about three days and then finally settled. But again, now it's changed forever. It's this salt water Now it's a completely different place. With, yeah, the nearest totally different city ecosystem. to that lake is New Iberia, Louisiana, which Ooh. is the witchcraft capital of the world. <gasps> Excuse so that's where we're going. Me. And then we'll stop at this it's a wi- It's a witchcraft. It's known for witches. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> we'll go explore <laughs> it. It's, it's, it's Salem's it's cousin. Yeah, it's like Salem's southern cousin. Like, oh, they had a problem there. And when I say problem, please remember that I went to Catholic school. There was a problem in that town with devil worshiping uh. and um and and this witchcraft kind of a paganism that like where the where the police got involved because cats went missing right and and they you know like, what i mean well, yeah right. so they found all the and i think it was just a bunch of kids i was doing gonna say was it actually the shit that kids do yeah like you know and, and trying to you know kind of scare the the patriarchy right but 
Totally. It worked. They were. <laughs> it worked. Mm-hmm. It I, I do not go to New Iberia for that reason. It's, wow. It's where, it's where the witches live. Ooh. Did the witches do this to this lake? Maybe they did. Okay. They caused this giant whirlpool. I like that theory. Let's just pile too. it on. Um, so you can still go to the lake this day and visit it. I mean, obviously, it just looks like a lake. People mostly go, though, because, and I pulled up this picture for you guys to see, all that you can see is, like, this house that was swallowed up by it, that chimney sticking out. <gasps> That's the chimney of their house, and it's all, you know, it's rusted. It's been there since the 80s, but that's, like, what is left of the town that was, maybe not the town, but the few houses that were next to it. It's just that chimney sticking out, and so you can see, like, oh, that has a history. There's a story there. Is it one of those lakes where you can, like, go scuba diving and see, like... Cemeteries and houses yeah, and shit. Yeah, you see no, the no, stuff, but clearly I don't really you all go have in never there. been to Louisiana. <laughs> clearly. Because the water in Louisiana <laughs> is not something you can see through. <laughs> Bitches, true. it's brown. It's coffee. Can you see through coffee? I don't fucking think so. <laughs> no. You Literally. go down there with all your goggles and your fucking tanks and whatever you got, you ain't seeing nothing but shit water. That's true. You'll just end up like feeling around. <laughs> yeah, okay. with your hands. I know. Like, I think this is be. a door, but no, you will not oh. see anything. That's fair. Yeah. But no, I just thought that was a crazy thing. I was like, that's a wild, yeah, that no, is a that's wild insane. situation. And obviously the drilling company has had to pay like millions of dollars in a oh, settlement yeah. to the mine business and the other local businesses. Yeah. So they settled out of court. Don't give me for this house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my chip is sticking up right there. <laughs> Another weird one that I don't have to go super into because it's like, it kind of explains itself, but I've always wanted to walk around here is the abandoned Six Flags. And that one is in New Orleans. I said I was avoiding New Orleans, but there's an abandoned yeah. Six Flags that got hit Why? by Hurricane Katrina. Oh, and it that, there were plans sense. for it for years, but they just kept getting scrapped. And so it's been left there abandoned. So it never opened. Never there's reopened. too much drinking in New Orleans for you to need to get on a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> That's true. That they don't need it trip. there. There's also in Baton Rouge, which is about an hour um, west of of New Orleans, it's the capital, Uh, there's an abandoned water park there. So it's all these water slides, but it's dry. So to me, it's like sadder. Yeah, way sadder. Right? Because there's just, it also is just, so, um, but somebody told me that somebody just bought it. And they, I, I'm like, they, it's not like they could, they would have to, there's no way those slides still work. Right. Yeah. They'd have to closed. tear it like they would have to, yeah, gut they would have it. to yeah. start over. So I wonder what they're going to do with the property. Cause I, I don't know that they're going to make it a, a water yeah, park or something yeah. again. Well, and that's what's happening with Six Flags is there were so many years where somebody said some of the rides are salvageable, very few, but some of them are, the rest are too rusted, too torn apart from the hurricane. But for a while, it was like, let's try to put another park in here. But I think the latest that I heard is that they are just going to gut it and completely change yeah. it. And it actually sounds like, who was it? Drew Brees, the athlete. He's retired now. I was going to say, I know Retired that football player Drew Brees and current Saints linebacker Demario Davis want to financially back the new plan. So apparently they have a proposal on the table for something. I think Jen's I think it's right, get though. Torn down. I feel like maybe that was the higher power whether you want to call it god or something else being like we don't new orleans doesn't need this like there's there's, i I would get if they put in some sort of like activity center right right? like with jubilee i could see them putting in like a trampoline park with like go-karts and yeah and an arcade and batting cages like some some kind of big friendly yeah yeah. big conglomeration like that 
But, but do to you know me, much just barf- the Six Flags with rides and and yeah. you know how many how many can you shoot the water gun into the yeah. duck's mouth to <laughs> make the balloon pop? Yeah, to get your stuffed animal. No. I don't think those kind of entertainment venues have the appeal that they had when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't think so either. Anymore. I, I think people that, want yeah. to be active with their families. Yeah, yeah. Instead of you know. Well, and also I'm just thinking like to if you're in New Orleans, what do you go to New Orleans for? You don't go for Six Flags. Right. No. So it's not a family friendly. It's destination. not super family no. friendly. Really. And was just an the amount of it. like, it's like Vegas. Like yeah. you don't just yeah. leave the kids with Mama. The yeah. amount of vomit on the rides. Yep. In New Orleans, I just feel like because yeah, you know people are gonna go, day. yeah, that's, that's down Bourbon say, Street. I say, yeah. you know what I love about Bourbon Street is you can just smell. You the can garlic. smell the smesh, fresh smell of beignets and puke, <laughs> and then the piss right ro- ro- over you. And it's, it's just a. It's, it's just how beautiful. You know, that's oh, what you know home your smells home, like yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how you know. Uh, I know. I, it seems like we're not going to get our chance to walk around there because it is going to get gutted. But I always thought it just looked cool. Like you were saying about the water park. Like it just, it's like kind of fun to look at seeing the rusted ride. There's like a the word. And then, and then like, like the, the, the grass has like grown all into the- I was going to say, there's the... a photo of one of the roller coasters and the trees are like through the tracks now. Yeah. And then that creepy like old man who you'd always see on the Six Flags commercials, there's a statue of him that's really rusted, but you just see his big glasses. And so he's just this rusty, creepy thing smiling Uh, at you. So people have snuck in and taken pictures. It's patrolled pretty well. There's a word for the feeling you get when you see an abandoned thing. There's like an abandoned part. Yeah, it has a name. And it's the same. I think it's very similar to when you see submerged things. Like some people get really creeped out when they see like a submerged like the that. titanic yeah. like photos of the titanic I get that feeling. and it's not necessarily that oh a bunch of people died because sometimes it's like um something fell in the ocean yep. or there's a statue under the water some people legitimately can't look it's almost like trypophobia with the holes like yeah. how some people have that they can't look at things I'm that are submerged that or abandoned i like, can't look yeah. at photos it freaks me out it just makes me feel this feeling of dread and yeah it isn't the sadness of like oh people died on the titanic no, it's just, it's just it's like a weird i can't look thing at that, that yeah. we were we were talking about this the other day um because i was telling my friend i don't like blood i don't like gore and she's like you're on american horse i'm like i know i know it's it doesn't different. make sense but <laughs> yeah. it's um it's a job i can't i can't watch that show and she said to me, but aren't you constantly watching Dateline and, you know, all this true crime stuff? And I go, yeah. She goes, isn't there blood in that? I go, yeah, but it's like in a still picture. Yeah, It's not happening. There's ah, no action to it. I get right? that. It's not that I, I can't see gory things. I don't have like a weak stomach. But like, it, it's that like, if you showed me a picture of somebody all mangled up, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I could... I could probably could get that out of my head, but I it. guess watching it happen in motion. I, um, my friend was just like, uh, I need you to start watching that show. Uh, oh, oh, Truth Be Told mm-hmm. with Octavia Spencer. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm going to start it. I start it in the first 15 seconds. See, he's got like a little sharp tool and he's carving a little wooden doll. Mm-hmm. And the thing goes his through his, his finger. It goes through his no. finger. I turned it off. I was like, I can't oh, watch I hate that. that. She's like, come on. That's not that. Sorry. 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 Like, I know it's a heads up. I had to turn it off. I cannot watch it. But if you, if I watched a dateline and they showed blood spattered all over a wall or That's a dead body okay. in something, that doesn't, 
That's not the same to me. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I get that. That actually makes sense. I mean, that's sort of, um, I mean, I don't get it with like horror. Like it doesn't bother me. But in real life, like if I sliced my thumb open, I'd throw up. Mm -hmm. I would vomit. Yeah, Yeah. I think I would too. Why? I fainted at a doctor's appointment with my friend. It wasn't even my appointment. She got her finger pricked. That tiny little prick (gasps) where like the smallest drop of blood comes out. I fainted and I woke up to smelling salts and I was mortified. I have this story. I was sitting, my dad's a doctor and we were in his office and he was, I had a, um, a perinicchia, like a little, um, growth on the side of my cuticle. Like it had gotten infected. It was like green. Like you could see there was something in it. That hurt so bad. So my dad's like, Oh, you got a little perinicchia. I'm going to take you down to the office. Right. We go down to his office on a weekend. I'm sitting on his little stool that spins around and he just puts a little alcohol on it and, and gets a little, a little needle and just pops it. And, and the stuff comes out. And I just went, uh oh! And I fucking <laughs> and down you fell. <laughs> hit the floor. When I came to, I had pissed myself. Oh, oh my god. god! I mean, I, was, I couldn't have been more than twelve years old, I and I never, yeah. I'd never passed out before. Nothing. I, I wouldn't have called myself a squeamish kid. But yeah. Just seeing that happen to me, and knowing that was coming out of me. Yep. Yeah. Even just though I you. couldn't feel it because he had numbed it. Yeah. Doesn't Still, matter. you just I, see I it just, and you start analyzing. Yeah, I hit the yeah. I hit the dirt. I hit the deck. <laughs> I hit the dirt, and my my little brother was there, sadly, and so now he oh. that's his. Remember the time you passed out and pissed your pants? He'll never let you You're live like, it down. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, yeah I do no, remember that. I do that, remember actually. that. Thank you. <laughs> I wish I could forget. Remember how little your dick used to be? Yeah, remember that. <laughs> I remember changing your diaper and thinking, my pinky's bigger than that. So, I guess. <laughs> so, oh, okay, I'm going to skip for the sake of time to the one from your hometown because yeah. I wanted to make sure we got to that. And there's just so many haunts in Louisiana. It's like it could it's, take all day. We could do this all day. Um, so, this is this the Calcasieu Courthouse in the city of Lake Charles. Calcasieu? Calcasieu. I had to look up which, the pronunciation. In which I have been charged. <gasps> You have. <gasps> yes. So you've been in this courthouse. Yep, I pled no contest. Hey, <laughs> did it work? It, well, it did. He was like, you know, it's the same as pleading guilty, and and that I wanted to be like, no, it's not. I didn't do this. I just want this to fucking end. But I was just like, <laughs> get it over with. Yes, sir. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. just because when you are in court, let me breathe. My lawyer, if I outburst one more time, my lawyer, is my lawyer's gonna quit as a client. <laughs> Well, little did you know, while you were in the Calcasieu Courthouse in Lake Charles, that it is extremely haunted. Ooh, I know that. This, this Half one the has on the bench are dead. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. This one has even more stories than the hotel. Like this has been like everybody says wow. this is haunted, pretty much. So the story behind it. It's believed to be haunted by a woman named Tony Joe Henry. She was born Annie Beatrice McQuiston, but she Ooh, ended up... McQuiston's y'all own all the bars in town. Oh, so it's like that's a known family. Okay. She got all married right, and following. changed her name later in life, but she was a murderer and the only female to die in Louisiana's electric chair in Whoa. history. Wow. Who'd she kill? So Tony was a sex worker with a drug problem. She had, you know, a rough In Louisiana? Wait, hold on one second. You shut your mouth. That does not even track. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. 
that doesn't add up. She fell in with with a she fell in love with a man named Claude Henry. He was nicknamed the Cowboy, and she got clean, so things looked good for a bit. Right, well, but, you gotta get clean when you're with Claude. But then, <laughs> you gotta get clean with Claude. The two married, but then shortly after, Claude Henry was arrested on murder charges. He had murdered a guy he got into a bar fight with. It sounds like, yeah. And he was sentenced to 50 years in prison. But Tony Joe stole a getaway car with a friend of hers in hopes to get her man out of prison. She was gonna fight for. That's him. a ride or die bitch. And to get the car, they murdered the owner of the uh, car. Okay. An innocent the bystander. Most, this is the most Lake Charles fucking story <laughs> I have ever heard. Feels like a Louisiana tale. This, it's like you're strumming my pain with your fingers. <laughs> So they dump the body in a ditch. They steal the car. They're off to try and save her husband. They were not successful, of course. Well, he was still in prison, and they were found and arrested and charged with the murder because they just, you know, they didn't cover their tracks. They were in a hurry. They weren't sure. doing the best things. She was charged with murder in the Calcasieu courthouse, and she was sentenced to death as she bragged about the incident and boldly said she did what she had to do to free her boo. I had to get my man out of that damn place. <laughs> So, what was that supposed to this moron to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> she seemed to have this like creepy energy about her. That's why people think she's the one haunting the courthouse because she was smiling, had this like sinister Ooh. look about her. She didn't feel any remorse and even Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not, not sorry is her hashtag. Even the day it's of her execution, she seemed to be in a really good mood, not showing remorse. The only time she complained was when they said they had to cut her hair for her execution and then she was like, "Bitch, Wow. I don't want you to cut my hair. That's she was hilarious. she was pure evil. And then, yeah, only woman to die in the electric chair. Super unsettling. Everyone who witnessed the execution said it was so disturbing and she was just so bizarre. So today, people who work in or have visited the courthouse claim to have heard a female voice whispering and in rare cases even screaming at the top of her lungs. Wow. There's a constant feeling mostly by the employees of being watched and it feels like someone is always over their shoulder even when they're alone in a room, usually in the evening because, of course, it has to be as scary as possible. Lights flicker, machines turn the, on and off. The courthouse closes the fuck down at 5 p.m. Yeah. I'm talking in like the, the guy who's there late, like sending an the email. <laughs> yeah, the guy sweeping. Or the janitor. The janitor sweeping up. <laughs> that poor dumb son of a bitch. Listen, <laughs> here's the truth. I, when I was in that building, it was very creepy, and it did feel like people were watching you, but there were also armed guards every five So feet. they were watching you. Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, surveillance as you come in there's like a lot of pat downs like two or th it's not like you go through a metal detector and, and you're fine right like at the airport no no at the courthouse they'll frisk you they'll i mean yeah. they make you take everything out they you can they will pat you down it's a thing and i think it's because these i think the the people of louisiana are armed and, yes. True. And, yeah. and, have and this pocket. is the redneck way. If you wrong me, I will shoot you. Yes. And so, so if you're going to court, and I think those, <laughs> yeah, so I think those, I think those judges and and bailiffs and lawyers and such, I get, I bet they get a lot of death threats. Probably because real rednecks like to announce what they're gonna do, <laughs> right? So I'm gonna kill that dumb dumb. You better. I'm gonna wring your little neck. I'll tear you a new double wide two bedroom asshole when I'm done with. Like they're just they're very specific. And then when that exact thing happens to you, they're like, "Well, why do you think it was me?" 
Yeah. Well, Why do you think I did it? Well, well exactly. You did. You, sir, he, died, he died with a, a mailbox in his head, <laughs> and you swore you were going to kill him a with a mailbox. That was so, a direct quote. We feel quote like we've you. got this one pretty, pretty figured we out. We feel like this is airtight. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, that does make sense. You are being watched by cameras, so that could be the sensation. But yeah. the biggest reports, which I thought was interesting, are electrical issues, which... She died in the electric chair, so I was like, okay, I see. Yeah. When did she die? It was 1942. 1942. Okay. The lights are flickering. Machines turn on and off on their own. Like brand new equipment will shut down out of nowhere. Don't turn this Z Rocks off. (laughs) Who did that? This is brand new. Tony. (laughs) Tony, was it you? There's also smells of burning hair and also smells of cheap perfume. So it's Tony Joe. So that is the Calcasieu Courthouse very, in your hometown. That was yeah. a very specific smell, too. Yes. Burning like, you hair. know when it's burning hair. And it's the employees who are saying it. They're the ones who are there the most. So, so I don't, I kind of believe in it. Y'all see this fly that's flying around yeah, the room, right? He won't let me be. It's yeah. a big one. He's a big one. Yeah, you know awesome. why he's in here? Because I have, it's in my closet right in there. I have a tennis racket that is electric. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. I hit it electric and flash I water? fry the... F- I, I, <laughs> fry, I electrocute so like many... Fr- like, when I get that out, my dog, like, goes in the back. She's like, yeah, I don't, she's like, I don't want to be here this. for this murder. But um, but these big flies, these big flies, when you get them on that racket, they stick a little. And then they you start smelling that smell of burning fly. Ooh. <laughs> means you got him good. And I let it burn because I want them other ones to smell it. Yeah, like, you want don't the come family in this to fucking know. house. Yeah. You can, there's got, other open windows for I've you. i got a murder I machine. Have a murder racket. <laughs> Speaking of murder, you did say you had some murder stories surrounding your well, hometown. Well, I just saw. So do you remember that woman who she left her husband to marry a guy who was also married and he left his wife to marry her? And then both of their spouses ended up dead, and then the kids end up dead, and they were like off in Hawaii or something. Yeah, yes. Okay. yeah, okay. yes. So the guy she killed to marry the the preacher man was was from Lake Charles. He was a guy <gasps> wow. who he was older than me, so I, we didn't know each other like growing up or but anything. You knew but I him. knew him, and I know his parents. No way. What the hell were their names? The name of that Lori no. and I forget his name, but they were in like that weird church, and yes. they thought that they were. She thought she was like Jesus. She thought, yeah, no. she, they thought that they were. They definitely had a and god that the complex. Kid, the kids them. were zombies, and that's why they yeah. had to kill the kids. Like a god did told we them to do it. Yes, did we, we ever, talked about this, didn't we? I don't or remember maybe, if we talked about it on the show, but I mean, we've person. talked about yeah. it. But did they ever find the kids? Yeah, dead in the yard. Yes, it was Damn. in the backyard, wasn't it? The whole time. Wait, the whole time. and where did they? The brother had done it. Her brother. Yeah, because I was like, them. somehow it wasn't connected to them, so they were able to be at first be like, no, it wasn't. We've All been of here. our true crime listener fans are yelling are like... at us right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no, I get it. I get it. And if I were a better person, I would have written down their names. But I know I, her I, names. I can't remember their name. Her name either. was Lori. The... Were they still in? Uh... Louisiana, or where were they? They had gone somewhere else. They, I thought. Yeah, they were. They were in Arizona, maybe Arizona, I believe. Ugh. They were going between Utah and Arizona, and they were in Hawaii for a little while, and blah blah blah. So, but the guy that she had married was from who? The one who Lake ended up getting Charles. killed was from Lake Charles. Damn. Damn. That and is so wild. That I, I'm insane. always so interested when I find out, like, you know, the connections to this. This a little town. Yeah. 
Hi guys, Ashley here, literally just popping by to say that we are talking about the Lori Vallow Chad Daybell case. If you don't know about that one, lose yourself in Google. Um, it's crazy. Also, I know a ton of true crime podcasts have covered it, probably all of them. My Favorite Murder, Morbid, Dr. Phil. There's also a podcast called The Followers Madness of Two that is apparently all about it. And if you do know about this case, sorry, we are dumb. Current update is that they have been charged with the murders of both children, JJ and Tylee. Their trial has been delayed due to mental health concerns with Lori, but Chad wants to be tried now. He doesn't want to wait, but they don't want to try him separately because they know they'll just try and point the finger at one another. They want one trial for both defendants. So they are waiting for Lori to be um, mentally capable of standing trial. Also, I'm so sorry for the mic bumping in this episode. I know it's horrible and annoying and I feel really bad about it, but we were recording in a completely different space with some different equipment and there's nothing I can do. Please continue to love me. See you soon. The guy, um, Tony Kushner is from there. He wrote Angels in America. He wrote oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Lincoln. He's from the Lake movie. Charles. Yes. Dang. He, he just wrote the West Side Story that Spielberg did. Yeah. That's he's, he's from Lake Charles and he's Jewish. Wow. There are only like 10 Jews. <laughs> we in only town. have 10 of them. Uh, you know what I mean? Like my family, my family, my family accounts for five. And then there were like five others. We make up half and the his, town. His family was Jewish and his father was the conductor of the symphony in our little town. Wow. I can't believe we had a symphony, but we did. Yeah, that's impressive. And so I spent Passover over at his parents' house, but he was already out of the house. And right, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I saw him in a grocery store once when I was at home and I walked up to him and I was like, um, you know, my name is Jen Cobra. I'm a, I'm an actress. I'm, I'm from here and you are brilliant. Like I can't, I can't believe you're in the, why are you in a produce section of an Albertsons? <laughs> yeah. What's happening right now? Like, like what are you I, doing here? this is amazing. You, your work has affected me. And the yeah. fact that you are from the same place that I'm from has affected me. Yeah. And, and, and ju the same way that that affects you in a positive way, hearing someone that you know that you get be wrapped up in this big old weird murdery thing yeah, not feels creepy die. in the same yeah. way. Yeah. It almost feels like a violation a little bit of yeah, like, oh, but like, I knew him and that's my town. And you always assume that people from your, if you heard about somebody from either of your little small towns, oh, you'd be gosh. like, I'm sure they were... Uh, you know, didn't deserve whatever terrible thing happened to them. Yeah, they seem yeah. like they good, seem fine good people. Small town. Yeah. And so it's always that that thought of like, if it could be them, it could be me. Oh, yeah. Oof. And yes. So, it really gets so under your really, skin. It's yeah. very spooky. Well, I mean, I went to the same college as Macho Man Randy Savage, so <laughs> whose work has spoken Somebody's to me. <laughs> whose work has spoken to me on so many different levels. <laughs> Just um, your complete idol. <laughs> oh, that is actually really amazing he That's really a was a, a very entertaining wrestler yeah damn it he was put on I'm a good show i'm writing a, a, sh a pilot about about wrestling and that whole world is so fascinating mm -hmm. it is i just started watching i found on uh i think the peacock app for anyone listening i think it's peacock they have all of the Halloween Havocs, which was WCW, oh, the Halloween special. Fun. They have like 1996, 95, 94. The like they have years. all of them. <laughs> yeah. So I just watched Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk versus yes. Macho Man Randy Savage. And it oh. was 
Fantastic. From 1996. Oh, and man. it was the best. And, and it's Halloween themed. And yeah. it came on. It's perfect. It, that always came on on Saturday mornings, which was just my favorite time because we yeah. got to sleep late. And when you woke up, there were cartoons. And I could just eat as many bowls of cereals I wanted until yes. my mama woke up. And <laughs> all then, the sugar. All of the sugar cereal. And then. And then you got to watch a bunch of dudes on so much on. cocaine. Yeah. Their eyes and you're young, out so of you didn't know, realize yeah, yeah. that's what's happening. But they were like, <laughs> and you're like, this guy's fun. <laughs> like his energy. You realize he's an addict. And then you right. grow up, and you're like, he you was on. Grow up, and their eyes are like, shaking. he was on so like, much cocaine, it shouldn't have been alive. You definitely snorted cocaine <laughs> and walked child, right like, out. These guys are a good time. Oh man, that's good. I love it. That is all the time, though, that we have this. Week? Oh, we didn't get to your voodoo. My voodoo is still going to be featured on the show. Next week, actually, we have a witchcraft episode. Our good friend Laura LaRue, who you may remember from our reincarnation episode, is coming on. And we're going to be talking herbs, spells, crystals, candle magic, and voodoo. Can I, can I offer up a doll that looks like my mother if you're going to pierce <laughs> something? If you need to, is that possible? Demonstrate anything? Yes. Yeah, of course, okay, of course. Great. I'll just put it. You know, I brought my whole suitcase. I'll just pop it in there, and I'll bring it back to you whenever you just need. Just a little it. back pain. I don't want her. You know, she doesn't have to die or anything. No, no, just yet. something annoying. But I mean, make her yeah. kneecap hurt a little yeah. bit or something. I don't know. You know something yeah. minor. Yeah, Dude. or hair loss would be lovely. Something. A buzzing in her ear that never stops. Constant buzzing. That's a good one. Yeah. Or just like gas. Just like so much gas. Oh, that'd be so good. But you'll never stop hearing about it. Um, True. (laughs) Really, you will suffer. Yeah, you'll get the call. Back to Louisiana. Thank you so much for finally coming on the show. Yeah. I I've wanted you. You, for, you came to, to me. Be, I did. Yes. Dude, but then and you it was served the best us and in you the have nicest crafty. way, guys. She it's had amazing. all these snacks out. Look, She's incredible. I'm, I'm on TV. I know how how <laughs> she very knows what a crafty looks like. A craft okay? table you know is what a good, crafty good is. work. <laughs> if you you if just knowing that there's like a chocolate dip granola bar waiting for right you on there. that table yeah. after you get these lines right, yeah, it feels it feels right. It feels good. It feels like I can get through anything <laughs> if yes. that if that chewy dips yes. is at the is, if is behind right the finish line. do it you guys listeners you can follow jen on instagram at jen cober that's k-o-b-e-r but do you have anything else you want to plug well um, at the moment I'm, I'm doing that show october 20th at yes. the, at the LA improv listeners. so if you love so horror and gore and such uh, my, I, the story I'm telling really is a little bit gory and stuff because it's something I didn't want to see that I ended up seeing. Ooh, so it's wheel. a pretty, it's a pretty funny story. But the whole show is themed towards it's horror movies. Themed, yes. Yes. So that'll be super, mm-hmm. super, super fun. I love it. Um, after that, I'm really heading out to do a lot of, I know this is going to sound bougie, but I'm doing some island gigs. I'm, oh. I'm playing in the Dominican Republic. Oh, and, no big. Uh, Cancun, Turks and Caicos. Jeez. The Bahamas. Uh, Cabo. So right as this weather starts to cool lovely. down, you're hitting the road. You're like, fuck this cold. place. What happened is they opened everything up, and and I travel with all these. Um, these are all gay travel groups that hired me to go on these trips. Mm-hmm. So you know, you you can only hold back a gay so long. Yeah. Before they're like, they're I'm, like, listen, we are vexed. Okay, we are and we are ready. I am ready to party. party. <laughs> you know, so I'm. So there, I have like three weeks of just 
all over the place kind of shows and travel with by myself with strangers. That's so it's, a, it's yeah, it is. It's very, it's always very enlightening. When I think about it, when I'm like, oh, I'm going by myself, it's kind of like, Mer. but then when I get there, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad that I can just do whatever the hell I want. You can do whatever, yeah. and I'm you not having to be like, can we take a nap? Right. Do you mind if today we don't? If we, you know, I don't yeah, know about you have to check else, in with know? whoever made like, the yeah. itinerary. Yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> it's just me on the road, and then I text and talk to and FaceTime people from an See? island and yeah. from an island Look that cute. I'm on, getting paid to be here, crystal clear water. But yeah, if you guys follow her on Instagram, you're always posting information on your shows and obviously your website which I believe is just jencober.com right it is jencober.com has her whole calendar there um so you definitely want to watch her if she comes to your town because she's so funny you're marvelous and you can see me on Hulu on American Horror Story yes you can it's all on the as the manager the manager and I'm on a bunch of Netflix stuff uh, Dead to Me I did uh, two episodes of The Purge that's another scary one mm-hmm. I was so scared you were at the costume fitting police officer they had all right? those um, detectives I was a detective yeah they had all the masks. I demoted you again <laughs> you, you damn it <laughs> they, have all, they had all the masks that they wear on Purge yep. night like hanging in the costume <laughs> thing and I was like is there somewhere else there I can somewhere change? Else I can try because on I my feel clothes. I'm being watched. I'm going to need a different uh, area. So, Dead to Me, The Purge, AJ and the Queen, yes. uh, The Righteous Gemstone. Oh, yes, I remember. You worked at the Piggly Wiggly. Piggly yes. Wiggly. Yes, yes. There's I a love season, that show. There's a season two coming out as well. Just yes. Thank goodness. Uh, and. Um, Black Monday. I just did an episode of Black Monday on Showtime. Okay. With uh, Don Cheadle and and Regina Hall. So fantastic. So good. I hear you were in a jail cell. I was. (laughs) I was. And and that was a a stretch for me, let me tell you. (laughs) I had to really call up on all the times I'd been in jail. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us. And thank you guys for listening to the show. Uh, Make sure you're following us on social media as well, at Keep It Weirdcast. Check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com. Three W's. Um, make sure you put three W's at the beginning of that. podcast And check out our merch on sale at www.etsy.com slash shop slash podcast. Grab yourself a t-shirt, tank top, or hoodie. Um, Jen, what would be a good sign-off this week? I think we've left, we should leave them with our two lessons, which is don't do drugs by yourself. <laughs> no, right? Alone. Do drugs with, with a buddy. With a guide. With a buddy. And only put curses on your mother if she doesn't talk to you. That's right. And only only <laughs> if you use voodoo dolls on people that can't that can't complain and not contact you in any way. <laughs> Perfect. And, and also keep, keep it, it weird. weird. Let's do it. I'm just gonna take these out so I don't wrap her noise. There we go. <laughs> now we're good. <laughs> that would have been so annoying. You're like, hi weirdos. <laughs> okay, I'm ready.